Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today our guest is Amy Gray. Amy is the Executive Director of Kinship Partners. Amy, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, First of all, let's uh, take a look back here for a moment. How did Coats for Kids go? Coats for Kids, I would say, was a resounding success this year. So we did a lot of promotion, thanks in part to our partner here, Hubbard Radio, uh, really encouraging people to bring in their donations and that we've really been putting out the cry that we needed more adult sizes because mm-hmm. we have we do have young adults that come through. We also have adult-sized children that come through that need coats. And so even though those kids are less likely to wear their coats because <laughs> if anybody has teenagers, you know how that goes, yeah. uh, but we, we do need to have them. So we had so many more adult sizes this year than last and we had a lot more snow pants which we'd also put out a, a plea for so Good. people really answered our call and and brought in a lot of different items we had over 2500 items this year including hats snow pants gloves you know all the the winter gear we had over a thousand coats alone like just coats wow. so it was a huge amount of donations i cannot say enough about sue and her team over at crystal right. cleaners oh my gosh that woman was buried in coats and so <laughs> we were making trips over throughout the week the weeks leading up to it just to take the coats out of there because she had so much stuff but mm-hmm. you know and then we got a call from our drop spot in crosby at midman um, over in Crosby saying, hey, we have our coats over here. And they had like 50 more coats. And it was kind of like the two days before the event. And honestly, we f- I forgot to pick them up. I mean, that's that's on us. But so Sue and her yeah. team said, bring them over. They cleaned yeah. all the coats within a day of the event. I mean, they have done a phenomenal job. They've been such yeah. a great partner as of you guys for the last, you know, what was it, 34 years? I think we've been doing coats for kids, 33 yeah. years. Yeah. Long time. So, you know, it's just really great to see the community just come together. And I think this is the biggest event of the year that brings so many community members together, donating mm-hmm. and, and bringing in items. And then we ended up with, oh, geez, I'm, I'm looking at the data here from <laughs> one of my team members loves to do the inventory, <laughs> which, I, which sure. is great because we get the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we had, according to her numbers, 358 leftover jackets because we had such a huge amount of donations this year. Mm-hmm. And so last year we found that the Mille Lacs Band did a coat drive right after ours. So we called them again and they came and picked up all of our leftover coats. So the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe is doing a coat drive right now. So awesome. they have multiple locations. We did do a post on our on our Facebook page. So if you're looking to either drop off coats or if you're still in need of coats, check out our Facebook page or you know check out the Mille Lacs Band of Ojibwe's page mm-hmm. and, and go to their coat drive too because they're Again, they came and got all of our excess coats, and thankfully we have nowhere to store them. So we're very grateful for that. Well, that's great that they're yeah. still going to obviously and we're a sharing good the use, sharing it all, yeah. sharing Even the warmth further. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I do want to give again thanks to Crystal Cleaners and to Hubbard Radio, but also to the Westgate Mall for hosting this event every mm-hmm. single year. Yeah. They're allowing us to store some racks. Fleet Farm donated some old racks that they were getting rid of, so now we have some racks that we actually can have every year. Wow. <laughs> nice. Uh, thank you to Maurice's and Brecken's for loaning us racks for the Coats for Kids event. To all of our volunteers. Volunteers that showed up. Coco Moon donated coffee for our volunteers that morning. Rafferty's donated pizza for lunch. So um, just it really does take a village to run this event. And we're just grateful for everybody that showed up and, and for all the families that were able to come through and get coats. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's good to hear. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, really cool. Thank you, everybody. And Amy, now you're working on another fundraiser, aren't you? <laughs> well, 
Coats for Kids is not a fundraiser, <laughs> but <laughs> right. a big community event. Yeah. But yeah, so Taste of the Lakes is our biggest fundraiser of the year, and that is coming up November 10th. Uh, we do still have some tickets available. I so can't believe it. I can't either. But <laughs> if people want to come to the event, we do still have some space. Uh, they are they are going, so we need people to, to get registered if you want to come to the event. Uh, but again, it's Friday, November 10th out at Grandview. I'm super grateful to Grandview as our event venue sponsor. They have done a fantastic job hosting us year after year. Looking forward to our distinguished MCs for the evening, Ken and Tess. So <laughs> thank <Distinguished>. you. <laughs> very, very distinguished. There are oh. no hoodies worn on Friday, <laughs> November 10th. <laughs> I can arrange Tess it. Tess dresses but... it up. It's great. Uh, you guys do a fantastic job. So looking thank forward you. to having you there again. And Amy, for folks who may be hearing this for the first time, Taste of the Lakes, what's that? Paint us a picture of this event. Uh, it's about the best event you could come to Pretty in the much. Brainerd Lakes area. So, I mean, it's maybe somewhat biased, but it's a fantastic <laughs> event. It's a tasty event. It's that's a very sure. tasty event. So the doors open to Grandview at 5.30 p.m. And then we have Cashwise Liquor, Mark Dackendorf, such a great community supporter as well, brings together all these different vendors. So we have wine, beer, spirit tastings. We do have non-alcoholic beverage options as well for those who are not as interested in then the other side of things and uh, so it's just a great tasting uh, we have these wonderful vendors again and then you get a cup when you come in you get a glass from kinship and then you can just go around and sample all the wares mm-hmm. cup foods will be providing appetizers again and then we have our silent auction so we are still looking for donations so if businesses are interested we're really looking for a unique you know, or handcrafted, something really fun that maybe you won't find anywhere else. It is right before the holidays. So if people want to come and look for holiday shopping, it's a great chance to do that while supporting a great cause. Um, And then at seven o'clock, we also have live music. I should say um, Jazz Sophisticate is going to have their jazz duo there again this year. They were so excellent last year. I'm excited to have them back. Um, And then at seven o'clock, the ballroom doors open and then we have all of our chefs lined up. So this year we have, I believe it's 13 or 14 different chefs and some of them are preparing multiple dishes um, and then you come in and you just wander through and you eat your way through it and we i'm excited we have some new competitors this year really yeah so um sunshine's summer or summer house kitchen is going to be there and then we have um sweet mama's um, cupcakes and cookies is going to be there this year and we have um quarter deck is coming back they haven't been there for a while and then we have a lot of you know our old favorites that you know main street ale house and ernie's and you know three cheers will be there and Mm -hmm. dunmeyer's and craigan's and Oh my gosh. There's a ton. Tons. Breezy Point Resort. I, Grandview, of course, will be there. You know, I hate to leave anybody out. If I did, I apologize. You have to come on the event and see who all is there. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and these chefs are competing. I mean, they've kind of got a little friendly competition they're, they're, going on it for bragging rights. It is a competition. And we are, it's, there's a judge. We bring in a chef judge mm-hmm. this year. Uh, Paul Fitzpatrick with Sherwood North is going to be our chef judge. Cool. Um, Paul's been a chef around the area for a while. So we're excited to have him. It'll be his first time judging at Taste of the Lakes. Uh, and it's nice to bring in somebody who has that culinary background because mm-hmm. this yeah. is a culinary event. So we, and then everybody else who attends the event gets to choose or gets to vote for their favorite dish for people's choice. So that is a yeah. traveling trophy. It's highly coveted. Mm-hmm. People get real competitive about it. So, um, so that's always fun. It's a fun event. And then of course we talk about kinship and all the th- great things that we're doing with kinship and where people's dollars are going with kinship and what they're supporting through Taste of the Lakes. Uh, we do a live ask while we're there. And of course we um, thank you to Mills. Marissa Mills and the Mills Automotive Group for donating to our live match. So they always kick it off. Um, so we're very, very blessed to have them as a, as a repeat repeat sponsor. And then, um, yeah, we just, it's a great event. And so you come mm-hmm. and then we wrap up by, you know, 9, 9, 9 15, 9 30. Yeah. And you go home full. 
Yeah. Yeah. So full. Sleep well that night. So full, yes. And, you know, of course, we encourage people to enjoy responsibly and get mm-hmm. home safely. But it's uh, we, so much thanks to Mark Dockendorf and Cashwise for bringing together all of our vendors mm-hmm. and to everybody who donates to the silent auction and to all of our chefs because they donate everything they that they do. bring. And they bring staff. I mean, it takes a bunch of people to get the food there, get it prepared and serve yeah. it. So. It's amazing it's, what they do and mm-hmm. how good the food is oh, uh, <laughs> that you will enjoy that night. It, it is, is phenomenal. Amazing. Amazing. And, you know, I have to say, I hardly ever get to eat there because I'm always so right. busy. I hardly ever eat. Um, but I hear the food is phenomenal every single year. And the chefs really do bring their best dishes. And yeah. they, yeah. and like you said, they bring their staff. I mean, it is a huge commitment for our for our chefs and our restaurants to be there. So uh, we don't take that lightly. And mm-hmm. Ken, what do you always say about this event when... When chefs compete, you win. That's right. Absolutely. I've, I've quoted you many times on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, of course, uh, it's all a fundraiser for Kinship Partners, and I know you're very busy during the school year. You have multiple programs going besides your mentoring program. We do. And I also want to make sure to give a shout-out for um, our empowerment sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka, for wow. Taste of the Lakes. They've been our empowerment sponsor. This is the third year in a row, so we're really grateful to have Tito's back and all that they do to support our community. So, That's awesome. Um, but, yes, we are raising funds for for our mentoring programs. So we have our community-based programs where it's a one-on-one opportunity for you to, for a mentor or volunteer to meet with the child out in the community. You can hang out in your house. You can do all sorts of things. Um, as long as you can pass a very extensive criminal background check mm-hmm. and a motor vehicle check, uh, child safety is our number one priority. So sure. we really want to make sure that we're matching kids with, with a safe participant. Absolutely. Um, but everybody has something to offer in terms of mentoring. So, you know, oftentimes people think, well, I'm not a teacher or I'm not a coach or I'm not a youth group leader. So I don't really have what it takes but anybody has something that they can offer and if mm-hmm. you can be a listening ear and a safe place for a child and someone who can provide a safe and and welcoming and affirming environment for anybody i mean right now i mean the surgeon general is out there talking about loneliness and isolation and how this is becoming an epidemic of in its own right and how do we address that and a big mm-hmm. component of that is through one-on-one connections and that is yeah. exactly what kinship is providing so i really feel like there is a greater need now than ever for mentoring and mm-hmm. for those one-on-one connection points and and that's what we're doing here with kinship and this is our 37th year that we've been providing the service wow. to the to the Brainerd Lakes area so mm-hmm. and, and the need is as great now as it ever has been yeah mm-hmm. in addition to your mentoring program you have the uh, lunch buddies program as well yes thank you so we do have our community-based program and then we also have lunch buddies and that is just a very kind of a bite-sized mentoring opportunity so if you're thinking geez I'm awfully busy I don't know that I'd have time to commit you know, to the one-on-one out in the community. We do, it's literally two hours a month. You go into the schools. It's facilitated by a kinship staff. Mm. It's about as easy as it gets, and you still have a significant impact. We hear from the teachers and administrators and parents and caregivers that kids who are part of the Lunch Buddies program, even those two hours a month, they see better school attendance, better engagement with schools, or attendance improves, grades improve, behaviors improve. Um, It really does make a difference to have a mentor in that capacity it's within another, the schools. Another adult to care for them basically Absolutely. and to show that they that they matter and and that can be huge. Absolutely. And you mm-hmm. know and the truth is it doesn't matter what your background is or who you are, everybody can always benefit from another person in their life that cares yeah. about them. And so, you know, we have no restrictions on who can be in the program in terms of kids. There's no socioeconomic level we look mm-hmm. at. We don't look at your, you know, parenting background or family history, nothing. It's any kid can be a part of our program and every kid benefits from mentoring. Mm-hmm. So we uh, uh, yeah, so we're looking for Lunch Buddy volunteers right now, specifically in Garfield, Harrison, and Lowell schools in Brainerd. We can still use a few more at Cress over in Crosby. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely are looking for volunteers.
partners. And yeah. again, this can be, you know, when it comes to the one-on-one, it can be an individual, it can be a couple, it can be a family who already has a herd of kids, add one more, you know, and, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. It's just time is what it is. Right. And we don't expect our volunteers to spend any money on, on mentoring. Like mm-hmm. that is not the goal. So yes, you can take them to the Dairy Queen you want if, if you want. You can do these things. But for example, we have an event coming up on November 18th for our partnerships down at the Mille Lacs Indian Museum. And so oh, they're right. offering us a discounted rate. Kinship is going to cover the cost for our partnerships to be there. Kids under 18 are free anyway. And then, you know, we're trying to work with some other local gas stations to get some gas cards. So if transportation costs are a barrier to some of our partnerships, we want to make sure that we can help offset some of those fuel costs so that it isn't about cost. And yeah. it's just about the experience and enjoying time together and trying some new things and learning some new things. So yeah. Yeah. it's it's a great program. And, and Amy, remind our listeners what uh, territory you cover with your one-on-one mentoring program here in the Lakes area. We cover Brainerd, Pequot Lakes, and the Crosby area. So kind of the big geographic area of the, you know, yeah. we were kind of saying like the greater Brainerd Lakes area, because yeah. within that, it also includes Breezy Point and Cross Lake and Pillager and, you know, anyone who is kind of in that geographic area of Brainerd, Crosby, mm-hmm. Pequot. If uh, parents have kids they'd like to sign up, or if uh, we have listeners that say, you know, I might want to try this mentoring, uh, what's the best first step for both of those entities? They can go to our website. Uh, it's kinshippartners.org, and the forms are available for download right now. Um, I'm hoping to launch our new website in the next few weeks, but I've been hoping for a year. Uh, so once we have that up and running, we will have digital forms available, so mm-hmm. you can do it all online. But right now, they're downloadable PDFs. If you don't have a printer, just reach out to us, and we can mail you the forms, too. Uh, so so we, yeah, just go to the website. There's more information about what it takes to be a mentor, what we're looking for. And then again, the applications for everything are out there as well. And do they can you, always call us. Yeah. Do you have a lot of kids waiting right now? We do. And we have been getting some more applications in. Uh, I don't have a specific number. We're also hiring a program coordinator right now. So we're looking for a full-time program coordinator um, to cover community-based between Brainerd and Crosby area. And then also they'll do some school-based mentoring in Crosby. Uh, but we... Yeah, so last I knew we had about 15 kids in the waiting list, 15 to 20. Mm. And I know we've had a couple of more referrals come in and a couple new applications. So, you know, the nice thing about mentoring is that there's always an opportunity for volunteers because the downside is there's always a need for volunteers. There's always kids who are waiting for a mentor. And so I hate to see our waiting list get too big, uh, you know, because and I don't want to turn people away. But I also think, you know, nobody wants to be told there's a waiting list of 40 kids. And, oh, I guess my kid is somewhere in there. And we don't match based on a first come first serve basis. We do match based on the personality. And when we have a mentor come through, we look at all of the kids on the waiting list and we think, what kid would be the best match for this person? And it's, we really, really emphasize the quality of the relationship and that partnership over the timing on the waiting list. And Amy, can a single person or a couple, can they mentor more than one child? We do not encourage that. We actually try to discourage that. We've had people ask, Mm -hmm. and it's really, it's about that one-on-one mentorship, and we want to make sure that the time that you have is able to be dedicated to the child that you're partnered with. Gotcha. Now, we have had couples where individually they mentor different kids, and they might have them together, and they kind of will do some things together, but it's still a separate one-on-one mentorship That's cool, though. That's awesome. That's, uh, That's important. Yeah, you know, so. and it's it's so much easier than people think because even if you're thinking, oh, geez, our family is busy and we've got kids and activities or we already have our own family, you know, bring the kid along. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. just exposing them to a different way of being a family or a different type of family situation or a different lifestyle is it just opens up your eyes. And, you know, there's that saying, you know, you can't be what you can't see. And 
being able to provide that opportunity to see something different gives so many kids an opportunity to think for themselves like, oh, I could be something different or this is a different way of doing things than how I've been raised. Or maybe, you know, this is something I could aspire to or Mm -hmm. it's just it opens people's eyes in so many different ways. And the same is for the mentors to see, you know, a different way of living that maybe their youth partner is experiencing and opening their eyes, you know, and you know, as much as we want to change this narrative that, you know, we do serve all kids, the truth is a majority of our kids do come from single parent families. They do come from, you know, sometimes more challenging backgrounds, but these are bright, curious, in, you know, intuitive kids they're and just, they're yeah, fun and yeah. they just have happened to have some challenges in life that maybe others haven't experienced. Yeah. And that's not to their own doing. That's just the life that they've been brought into. Mm-hmm. But these are amazing kids and they just need someone else to hang out with and to yeah. be an Learn amazing from. partner. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. learn and grow from. Yeah. 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 All right. Great program. Again, if you want to find out more, and we hope you will, go to kinshippartners.org. Yes. And there you can find the links for Taste of the Lakes. You can buy tickets. You can sign up to volunteer. You can do a plethora of things through our website. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, Amy, we always appreciate you coming by to talk about Kinship Partners. And uh, I'm sure you'll sell out, but let's get those tickets sold, folks. If you want the best fundraising dinner in the Lakes area, that's the one to go to, Taste of the Lakes. And if you want a chance to see Ken and Tess outside of their natural environment, you can come there as well. That's worth the price of admission right there. (laughs) Amy, thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate all you do. Amy Gray is the Executive Director of Kinship Partners. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And that's today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.